Hello, and welcome back to 16 Candle Keeps, the place where the ATs pass their death saves. Don't know why I put emphasis on other parts of that there, but I just fancy changing it up. It's been like a good. <gasps> Is this episode 17, 18 now? Someone tweet us and tell me that I've already put 17, the number. I think. I think this is yeah. It was episode fourteen. Was uh, the last episode of uh, the the bit before the house, which is fun. So this would be episode. So this will be 16. sixteen. There you go. Sixteen. Then. <sighs> Thanks, gang, for telling future Steve who edits this what episode he's going to write down. <laughs> <laughs> right. So as last we left off, you guys had been speaking with Madame Grandolfa Musgrat, the. Uh, Durgar Brewer, who had been um, going through uh, going through the the awkward process of trying to turn down Zardarok's advances <laughs> um, before you lot went and removed him permanently. Um, you have then gone through the forged level uh, of the castle Sunblight to go and clear the treasury, which was going well until the end of the treasury hunt, um, where the uh, the last two boxes had a Demogorgon statue and some yellow mold in the box. So, as we pick back up, you guys uh, have discussed in between uh, our recording episodes. So, from last week, George, just want to quickly shout out what things you'll be taking and what things you'll be giving to uh, to Grandolfa. We are taking the magic. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are taking, uh, I believe you were saying you're taking the Cloak of Elvenkind and the Wand, which you hid. Um, yep. You said you were going to give... Sorry? Taking the bag of gold pieces. You're taking the, the bag of gold the pieces. Statuette of the of Demogorgon. You're taking the stone statue. You were giving her the headdress. Um, yes. And the drow mask. The drow mask. Yeah. Uh, silver chalice. The silver chalice. The... Uh, yeah, the the just the the, the pretty cloak, the non-magic one. Yeah. Not a problem. And then, and then half of the gourds as well. She can have those. Half of the gourds, lovely. Um, so there you go. If you want to just mark on your sheet, if you haven't already, uh, your notes for your treasury that you're keeping. Um, she. No worries. Uh, she sets Gerald. Uh, I keep calling him Gerald because I can see the Witcher off in the corner. Stop it, uh... Gerald. Um, I named him. I didn't even. It's not even in the book that he's Gerald. I've chose this name. Why am I torturing myself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make them 3D. I'm sorry. <laughs> A whole new world. Anyway, um, so uh, she sets Gerald away with a bag of holding moving her stuff into uh, her collection and sets you off on the path of, uh, of, uh, of returning back towards the throne room unless there's anywhere else you'd like to explore whilst you're down here. Um. Um, I don't particularly. Yeah, I don't think so. Not a problem. I'd say there's only two places you haven't been in. Um, there is uh, there was a room off to the north of the forge area itself. Um, there was a room to the north of the corridor that you've came into the treasury in, and then there was uh, two rooms to the south uh, of the uh, of the shrine area. But as as you say, not really interested. Not a problem. You've done your thing, and you have also been told that uh, she's cleared out the place for all intents and purposes anyway. So. Um, she starts to guide you back towards the throne room, um, where she before before you get to the actual throne room her, itself, she hits the, you hit the antechamber that has the uh, paths going off towards uh, the towards the underdark themselves, and she you can see as you come through the gates out of the forge area into this antechamber again, there are now a collection of about twelve to fifteen or so dwarves or Doragar, all in familiar kind of uh, dark leather armor. They've got war picks and crossbows hanging off their belts all of them holding this large uh, or not holding all of them uh, wearing the large mushroom pendant on their breastplate uh, so you can see that they're all Musgrat's uh, crew as she enters there she goes right well I have no further plans with the place 
If you would like to destroy the castle itself, by all means do. I don't know how you would do that, but if you'd like to, by all means do. I'm going, and she points towards uh, one of the tunnels, um, I'm going back to Grackleshall, where I now have to explain to the the, the team of, uh, of, of uh, merchants that run the city that uh, Zardarok has been dealt with. I will also have to uh, pass on, and you can see that she takes a very dour stance when she gets to this sentence. I'll have to explain to Fembachord that um, there was nothing I could do. Mm. What will you be doing yourselves? Are you heading back out into the into the icy tundra or are you coming along? And you fancy going down into the Underdark and upsetting some drow and such? As thrilling as that sounds, maybe going into the icy tundra? I mean, rather the you than me. What about <laughs> yourself, Master Garland? You said you're a brewer. Um, do you fancy coming back and learning the brewing arts of Musgrat's mushroom ale? See if we can make yourself a, a side partnership with us. Garland will uh, look to the other two and then uh, looks back to Randolph and says well if the business offer still stands I think I'd like to take you up on that it does indeed I will gladly take you into my party I would just ask that you are fully Sure, you want to do this, as I would not Wait, want you're to. You're staying. Um, look, I, I didn't ask for any of this. When I came here, I told you I was looking for some special ingredient, and that's that's partly true. But the main reason is that I ran away from home i know i'm useless i know disappointment my family have told me that every day so now i have a chance to prove them wrong and actually do something for once but not this not chasing down a goddess i'm not built for that traveling with you two i did things that i could never dream of it's true and truth be told i never would dream of that because these battles have been terrifying i'm used to a pub brawl but we all nearly died in there and i can't i just i can't i'm sorry the pair of you can do this though and, and you don't need me dragging you down or messing things up you're incredible erica you single-handedly took down that dragon and nerenef you pretty much cleared out that whole room there's nothing the two of you can't do. Right. Well, it sounds like you've given it some thought. I have, yeah. And he um, takes the bag from the beard of holding and passes it over to them. <laughs> I'll take it unless no, unless you want to take it. Um, I'll give him a hug and then whisper in his ear, I wish you well, good friend. And he'll whisper back, thank you. And if that enchantment fails, it means I'm dead. I can keep an eye on her. Well, I'm not going to try and change your mind. Um, all the best. Yes, and um, stay safe. And you. Thank you. It's been 
it's been uh, good fun, actually. Some parts of it, anyway. Not the parts where we nearly died. I yeah. mean, we'll all catch up and, you know, taste his new... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once you've got the the the, uh, the brewery going, once you like settled in and stuff, we should um, meet up again and and try some of this stuff and you know see if it's I don't know actually worth turning down a chance to take on a, a frost maiden. You know, <clears throat> you see, just gets a little bit bashful and. Uh... Starts tugging on his beard again. If you tug on it anymore, it's going to fall off. You too. Sounded like a mum that says if you keep having that face and explosion, you'll be that way. Stop playing with it in public. (laughs) (laughs) That's the ultimate mum line. Yeah. Your hand away. <laughs> so, um, how do we get out of here then? It is. Uh, I would suggest that you go back up the lift and exit through the entrance you came through if you're heading back into the tundra. Okay. Thank you. Thank Could you, you look for... after him? Of course. Please. He is now a partner of the Musgrat Ale Company. He is going to be looked after in the same way. And also, Master Dwarf, or Master Dorogar, uh, whichever one you would prefer, you are now an honorary Dorogar in my mind. You are by no means useless. You are just built different the way you, than the way your parents wanted you. Which, unfortunately, is pretty much how most of us are born. (laughs) Well, we will away, because it's a couple of weeks' ride out into the Underdark to get to Grekelstall from here. Thank you very much for your time. And she starts to turn. Thanks for good. (laughs) She turns and starts to walk. Garland will follow and wave to the others and then uh, as he follows off behind he'll just wipe away the tears with his beard it's at this point that for you two who have just had this moment here and realizing that you are now going out there uh, one member down that your bodies realize that you have been running for a long time and you are knackered you are welcome to go back out into the tundra and head off directly, but you are going to get a point of exhaustion. Nah, I'd, I'd quite like a sleep. No. Okay. Yeah. An, an anxiety sleep. <laughs> you guys head back up into the barracks areas um, where the bodies have slowly started to be cleared away by the uh, uh, the the team that uh, Musgrat had left. Um, and you find a, a spare bed in the barracks area and kip down for the evening. You awake in the in the morning of the thirteenth of autumn. The cold and the smoke has made it an uncomfortable night's sleep, but you've managed to sleep all the same, so you get all your your shebang of full rest and all the enjoyment mm. of that. What would you guys like to do? Back up and head out. Yeah. Okay. Can we find any more supplies, food and whatnot? If you want to make a investigation check, you can spend some time trying to see if you can pull any more uh, gear from the place. Sure, um, let's do that. Yeah, probably a great idea. Oh, I just I just threw the dice into the bed. That was really stupid. Go with. 21. 21. Uh, I got a... 19. 19. Lovely. Between the two of you, you start to search over the areas where the living quarters of the the place would be, and you can see that there are enough to 
replenish your rations uh, up to, to full stock so you could uh, survive another uh, two weeks or so out in the wilderness without heading back uh, for food again. Um, okay. So you've replenished up to 14, um, uh, 14 uh, days worth of food and rations. But there's not a lot else left in the place. You go around trying to find things, okay. but the uh, it seems that what was here was taken uh, by the Doragar that were using it. Um, all weapons and such seem to be whatever the Doragar were carrying. Um, you can see as you start to search around uh, the areas that there is a ransacked bedroom down the bottom end of the uh, of the down the bottom end of the, 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 the middle floor that you're on um, and you find a note hastily scrawled uh, on the uh, on the side in common uh, reading that Nildar um, has decided to go off and uh, uh, find his own path before his father kills him. Ow. Okay. We've seen that name before, haven't we? Well, heard yeah. that name, I think. Nildar Wasn't was that... the son who had been given an outpost up at Kelvin's Cairn. At Kelvin's to... Cairn, yeah. yeah. In charge of bringing in more product. Yes. That's the one. Yes. <laughs> Remember back in the days when it was just like, oh, there's a scary thing buried in the ice. Before we face, like, certain death in other places. Whilst you are investigating, just because um, I feel like you would spend a couple of hours going through the building trying to find other stuff with this, um, I would say that because of this, the change happens to my plan that was going to happen because that character would now have gone and moved on from, from the time you spent. You can hear whistling coming from down the corridor as you're in this bedroom. Great. <laughs> it's a very jovial... Um quite bouncy melody quite playful and jaunty seems to be a sea shanty of some sort uh, uh, sea shanty tiktok yeah let's go look <laughs> you step out you step out of the room in that kind of like scooby-doo fashion i like the idea of your your two heads just poking around the corner of the wall, <laughs> the wall. uh down the other end of the corridor you can see a very familiar bodied uh, person. You see a huge elephantine uh, figure with dark greyish uh, skin um, and very, uh, I think he was dark grey skin. Let me just pull up my quick reference for the character. <laughs> but uh, you see, you see this uh, very dark grey skin, very, um, uh, where has he gone here? Skiros me wants to pull up his information. Um, where you gone, lad? I had you somewhere. Uh, but yes, uh, you, you, you see Oz, essentially, for, for those who already know it. Um, you see uh, the elephantine trunk. You see uh, the, the very weird mismatched armor that he's wearing. Uh, he has light gray skin, excuse me, is what I was meant to say. Um, and you can see that uh, he has very much just been picking through the bodies that were left on the floor uh, of the Duragar and the Vanguard uh, scouts that were sent out. He does yeah. not recognise you. I might just... Oz! Uh, as you shout Oz. out Oz, um, he looks up. Uh, ah! Hello! Um, so you lot, are you uh, are you all together? Yes. Very good. Hey, do you remember us? Sorry? Are you saying sorry too? Because... Both of you, you said it something at the same time and it just confused me a little bit, getting a little weird. What was that? Sorry, I said, do you remember us? Yes, I'm looking for you lot. You're the um, the people who did the... You know, the dragon died. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I've got a fucking business opportunity for you lot. Okay. Us, us two. Us two. The what other ones on. What happened to him? What do you do? Oh, no, no, no. He's alive. He's safe. Ah, okay. Not a problem. Just in the beer. Ah, okay. Um, and he kind of straightens himself up and walks over to, to you so you're not talking from around a cor corridor corner. <laughs> um, so, I was waiting for you um, in um, 
I was waiting for you in uh, Dugan's <laughs> hole. Uh, got a little sidetracked by the uh, the ping pong holder. Uh, you know, the stones in the circle. I reckon someone's got to be dropped in that. Also. Anyway, um, I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah. Um, but you didn't come out, so I was like, maybe they died. Maybe I come in, double check, see what's happening. Anyway, um, business opportunity of a lifetime for you. How would you like to be the people that dug up an ancient city from underneath the ice because you two used to be you free, but changing the business offer, you two are the ladies who will be the right people for the job. Ha! And all through this, uh, the the t- trunk is swinging back and forth very aggressively as he's very bombastically talking, swinging his arms around. Um, I'm just going to look at him for a while before I say anything with a kind of look that says... talking about before I actually say the words what are you talking about walk and talk with me if you will I am uh, I'm, I'm better when I'm moving because then I don't get stuck in one place eh? ah! um, and he uh, he starts walking down the corridor not even paying attention to if you follow him or not oh, I'm following uh, okay I'm just- <laughs> I'm just going to follow him, yeah. Excellent. Um, he starts walking along uh, and he starts talking without, again, he's not paying attention to if you're there or not. Uh, right, so, long time ago, there was these people called the Neveries or the Neveril or something like that. Basically, humans who got magic from the elves and made it better. They were the best at magic. They were brilliant. Magic. Anyway, uh, but uh, the problem was they got a bit too cocky, you know? They made flying cities. They made uh, like things that made uh, weather change. They did. Uh, they, they do everything. They're basically like the, uh, the B&Q of magic. They can do anything you want, but it's expensive. Um, so, um, what happened was... Once upon a time, if you will, follow me down the, the theoretical garden path that is Storyland. But basically, they got into a little bit of bother. Um, they crashed, landed into the snowy tundra that is now known as the Regard Glacier. And basically, um, right. we, we're, we're going to go out there, dig it up, find the shit that's under there, and potentially save ten towns. Ah, what do you think? So you do plan on joining us then? If oh, we agree. I am. Uh, I am. Um, I intend to be uh, uh, your your. And he, he bows very low as he does this. The trunk slamming against the ground as he does. Um, uh, 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 I will be your humble guide through the wintry snowdom if you would like me to join you. But I would not want to force you. I'm just putting. I'm putting. I'm putting the feelers out. I'm a. Uh, I'm just seeing what people would like to do. You know, uh, don't want to force anyone to do anything. You might want to go off and have a nice sun bath or something like that. I don't know. It's not potentially good at this time of night because uh, there's no sun. But I can fix that as well. Oh, okay. Um, This is a lot to take in, all in um, one conversation. Listen, don't hold on to anything. Just run it. Best way. Okay, um, I was just about to say, do you think we're the best people to be? You put down a fucking dragon! I mean, yeah, you did shoot down a dragon. Look, you two, don't don't give her a big head, don't worry about it. But like, you, you, you as a party took down a fucking dragon, right? If there was anyone that would be perfect for this job, it's you two. And you can see that he points at you with three fingers and then quickly puts one away. Yeah, you two. Uh, um, you, you've made it hard to say no to. You can say no. I mean, you had me at lost civilization, buildings underground. Yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, this is her bag. Like, this is what she does. This is my thing. Right, come with me. Can't say, uh, I've, ever, can't say I've ever done it before. Um, I think never. you're gonna love it. Okay. <laughs> You come, um... <laughs> you as you're walking down. You come out to the 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 precipice, uh, precipice that was uh, the o- opening uh, onto Sunblight's doors. You can see your two axe beaks uh, are still there. You can see that um, hey. Isabeau is still there, and you can see Yay. that there is a very tired, crazy-looking axe beak there as well now. In the same way that Ragnar had a character one, <laughs> you can see this one that is constantly cross-eyed. Its tongue is lolling out over the side of its beak. Um, it seems to have burnt scorch marks across its wings. 
Um, that's been that's seen some shit. Yeah. Um, so this is Conti. Um, I sh- I, I, I've tried to rename him, but he doesn't like it. Um, okay. Called him Eastern Bull at one point. Didn't like it. Stuck with Constantinople. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a problem about that somewhere. Um, I fucking hate this character already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote him. He's not there, is he? <laughs> Trust me, when you learn some other things, um, he's complicated. Um, it's co- we got told that. Now we're finally seeing it. So, here's the plan. Um, if you would like to mount and ride we will discuss my my theories and my uh, my plans um, i've got a, i've got a contact in targos who's going to get us a ship which is great ships are good because we need to go oh shit didn't tell you that <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh, okay um didn't you tell us so um to do this um we may need to go to the place where oral is pissed off you follow me and he grins. Uh, we might need another person then. Yeah, I was yeah. say, Blight with a ship. He's gonna get us there. Brilliant lad. He um he's um he's a bit um he can get a bit temperamental sometimes because he's uh he's a druidic bloke. Um, but also he's a ship hand and he's useful and he knows how to get in and out of the uh, the moving ice. And um, also he reckons that he's got other ways if we can't get a ship. Um, but I don't, I don't really know what those were. I just went, have you got a ship? He went, yeah. I went, good. I'll come back in a bit. So is he just providing the transport? He's going to come along. He just doesn't know it yet. And she, he winks at you as he says that. <laughs> I mean, great. An extra person. Yay. <clears throat> Listen. Faith, the Frost Maiden. We are about to do what people cannot do. We're going to go ruin... A god's fucking tantrum. Well, now you've put it like that. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Let me share with you my battle plan. Um, and he jumps onto Conti and starts riding off down again, not paying attention if you're following or not, and just starts talking. <laughs> I think we're supposed to follow him. Yeah, it's just... It's just this is how our lives are going to be now. Yeah. Welcome to a new day. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing, basically, right? So, um, Oral, bit of a bitch. Not the bitch, obviously, because she is uh, Umbrally, which is one of her friends. But uh, basically, a couple of years ago, there was the Sundening. If you remember the Sundening, basically the gods were all living on the world and then there's a problem and they were like, nah, fuck this and go back home. So they went off home. And when they went off home, the the the, the group that she was in, Oral that is, and Umberly was there as well. But basically they went off and they were like, fuck you, you're not staying with us. You're boring. And basically the, the thing happened that Oral was like, nah, thanks, not happy with that. Fuck this, going up here. Went up to um, Oral's little hideaway place that she's made in this fancy old castle, which used to be an ice giant's castle. But then he's gone, nah, I'm not happy with that. And then she killed him and then all, ah! And basically what happened is, yeah, we're going to go there, get this thing that they've made, which basically makes the ice into this, open up the ice, go into the city, win the world, bang. With me? Oh, straightforward then. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah. uh, and just continues riding at this point. <laughs> cool. I'm going to get on my Axby. Just following behind him, listening to him talk. So I feel like he wants to monologue a lot about <laughs> life and what's going down. So I'm gonna, just going to ride behind him and occasionally say, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, cool. And he does, right. he basically does go on a bit. Um, but to uh, to give you the the ins and outs of this, the information that you will put, learn from this, so there is a lost city um, under the ice uh, of the glacier to the north, known as the Regard Glacier. That's spelt R E G H E D. The city is called Yifrin, which is Y T H R Y N, and essentially H R I N. Yes. Um, and the, th- the the thing that he points out, the thing that he starts talking about is there's a thing in the city called a mythalar, which is spelt myth, A-L-L-A-R. It's a massive stone which uh, has um, 
magic imbued inside it and has a myriad of different properties, one of which is the ability to change the weather. To get to the city, right. uh, to get to the city, um, you need to go get a thing from um, you need to go get a thing from uh, Oral's kind of lair, if you will, um, called the Codicil of White. The Codicil has a spell. The, the yeah. Codicil has a spell in it that allows you to break through the ice of the Regard Glacier. Ah, okay. For lore basics wow. as well, um, for lore basics as well, you are uh, in for hit that story that he kind of went a bit crazy through. But the reason that Oral is pissed off and is on on the world at the moment is because with the sundering or the sun sundering mm -hmm. sundering, basically uh, there was an event where the gods used to live in the material planes with you, and then they have gone back into their own realms. And this was about two years ago, um, in your time scale. Um, Oral has been left behind because she used to be in a pact with several other gods uh, and they have dis disinherited her, essentially. That's pissed her off. She's now taking it out on uh, the ice Icewind Dale because it's the only place cold enough for her to live, but she's made it colder so she can make it her domain. And um, Nerinuf already had, okay. like, glimpses of the netheries before didn't she yes when and she looked you, at the dragon when you were trying to work out how they were making the the um when you were trying to work out how uh, zardrak made the dragon fly because it's a huge mm -hmm. construct that shouldn't have been able to fly um don't read into this for plane flyers <laughs> um, but uh you 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 had a flash through your mind uh, of information that uh, the netheries used to make flying cities which in the same instance yeah. wouldn't be able to do that which means that somehow Zardarok got the magic information that the Neveries had to make his dragon fly. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you. Okay. That's yes. that's the main information I needed to give you from his massive uh, massive craziness. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, yeah, let's follow him until we get wherever it is that he's leading us. So he's leading you mm -hmm. to Targos, which is the city for, uh, not city, sorry, the town that you guys uh, evacuated before heading off to Tourmaline to fight the dragon. Yeah. You will remember this city as, uh, this, uh, this town, which is basically um, almost like the rival of East Haven because of the fact that this is the other dock city, the other dock town in Ten Towns. There was a large harbour there, um, which was frozen over due to the uh, Oral's rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Yay! The name of the book has been said. Um, yeah, um, you said the title. <laughs> we can now go James Bond. This. So exciting. <laughs> yes. Um. So. Um, you you'll be riding out there with the way that uh, travel works with times. I believe it will take you nine and a half hours to ride out to Targos. Um, an hour and a half of that will be forced march for the axe beaks because you only ride eight hours a day um, with break uh, with breaks in the middle of it, and then you should stop and slow down essentially. Um, so I will ask you the question of, do you want to just do the one run through, take that uh, march, force march in the last hour, or do you want to take a break, uh, take a break in the the night time? So, so uh, you'd be so nine hours. Uh, da -da 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 -da. You'd be hitting, you'd be coming up to Brunshanda area about. If we say you got up around eight nine o'clock, you'd be hitting it around mid afternoon. But your axe uh... beats will be battered. I'd quite like to take a break for the Axe Beaks sake. Yeah. Do you want to go into Brinshanda or do you want to stay out in the ice and... Uh... Whatever's best for the Axe Beaks. That might involve going into a barn. <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere slightly warmer. Fair enough. Uh, but what are your thoughts whilst we're here? Um... I was going to say, I have a two-man tent, but that's 
you know, there's three of us and then the axe beats, so... Well, you have, uh, remember last time that you uh, camped out uh, to ride out that blizzard um, in your tent, so you would yeah. be fine uh, oh, for yeah. now. Um, it's just that one of you wouldn't which... be in the tent, which I can inform you that Oz has his own stuff as well. Cool. Ah, okay. We can do that if you want. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, so you guys, uh, you, you get to a point where you're like, right, let's set up camp in the middle of the, the field um, because it just means that we're not de detouring to Brinchander and getting uh, caught up in yeah. anything else mm -hmm. there. You pitch up a tent, uh, the axe beaks start to rest and they get a little bit uh, broody as they kind of nuzzle down for the night. Um, um, with this... Um, Again, if you want any conversations that would have happened over your travel, or if you want to have any conversations uh, before uh, basically resting for the night and then heading out for the next day, by all means, shout out and we can do them. Can I tell you something? Gwyneth, not Steve. That would be weird. <laughs> can I tell yeah. you something, omnipotent narrator? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> the sky <laughs> why is this person telling us what we're doing this is confusing um i was really mad at garland not for leaving as i think he did the right choice staying to do the brewery thing mm. i was really mad that he brought me back to life when we had the fight with zardarok and the mushroom and stuff because i was I'd, since I died the first time, I have just been wandering because I figured I have to achieve some sort of purpose before maybe I can like die again, but this time for good and, and peacefully and not come back as a ghost. And I don't really know how it works, but when I died while we were fighting Zardarok, it what? was like fallen into the nicest sleep ever and like the minute it's kind of like dreaming it doesn't really feel like I'm awake and alive properly it just feels like I'm walking around in a bit of a dream since I died and then when I died again felt like I was finally asleep it was really nice and it was it was quiet um nothing was happening um and I, there was a part of my brain that was like this is what peaceful death is supposed to be like and then he brought me back i can't fault him for what he did because he did what a good person would do and he saved someone's life Now I have to find a second way to have a, a, a worthy death, she says with air quotes. Um, I don't know how to do that. I thought Ow. that... I did think I did think I could take my own life, but then realised I can't do that because that's not a worthy death. That's like weakening out a bit. And asking someone else to do it for me is also like... Oh, I didn't. It's not, I've not died doing something good. No. Cool. I'm just, I'm, I'm mad at him, but never really had a chance to talk about it. And I don't think I'd have said it to him because how'd you tell someone that I wish you'd not done that? Let me try. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here's the thing dungeons and lost civilizations and stuff they're, they're not pretty i'm not gonna lie it's hard uh so you know i'm not saying you will i'm not saying you won't but we, we we're probably gonna face quite a lot of danger again especially if you know we're gonna go and piss off oriel yeah <laughs> not angry enough um and i think if we're trying to prevent her from doing her thing then that's quite a worthy thing to do um yeah <laughs> so despite being a healer despite being able to heal i will respect your wishes yeah, and i don't... will let you die an honorable warrior's death 
Thank you. Ew. That sounds like a really weird thing. Ask for. Um, just I don't want to. I don't want to come back. I've died doing something good. You know, we'd like we'd fought the dragon and stuff, and we'd done a good thing there, and then we went to fight Chorzard Rock and died from it. And I was like, this is this. I didn't know it until the time. I don't think because I didn't mm. know. You know, you're not really planned for your for your death. You don't go around going, oh, it's going to be in the next twenty minutes. You know it. But when it happened, I was like, yeah, this is what it's supposed to be like, and this is what's supposed to happen, and this is it. And then it wasn't it. I mean, at least it was in battle. Mine was just, you know, yellow mold from a chest. <laughs> well, I, I promise you, if you if you die from something uh, embarrassing like yellow mold, I'll put on your headstone that you um, died fighting something awesome. Here lies um, the body of the yellow mold. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Here cool. lies, um, here lies known as she caught dragon and then <laughs> she, she, you should see that you're oh, just from stubbing her toe. Here lies known as you should see the other guy. Like, I'll do something like that so it, it sounds better and you don't have to spend the afterlife people you died from mold poisoning you know what i'll write something like that on yours except i'll do it in draconic and then it will sound all super cool and yes there you go. oh my god we should we should <laughs> oh we should we should yeah see i can't i can't speak draconic and i think if i write yours in dwarfish it's not really gonna have the same effect so i'll just stick for common for yours but make it sound like it was awesome are you any good at copying things yes i just i yeah, I could always I can write it down for you. Oh my god, you should. You copy it. Okay, you do that. Okay. I'll copy it, like, symbol for symbol, and then people, people <laughs> will think we were badass. Yep. Okay, plan. Got it. Love it. And it, it was a dragon that, that gave us our tombstones. Yes. Yes. Maybe we should... No just thinking maybe we should make tombstones in advance out of like dragon skin <laughs> no no well he's quite tough um did you not find it weird that there was a dragon heart that was actually still pumping yeah why is it still pumping why is it how I is it still right leaving mind but you know um, um where's the rest of the dragon we didn't know how to go about that no had this thought that maybe the rest of the dragon is like in a secret room, say above the forge or something? Like, I don't know. Like, you know what? I, I don't get it. it. It's not our problem. We'll let the it's people not. know in Tragos. They can go no. and deal with it. We've yeah, done that. We'll never have to see that place again. No, let's go have an adventure. <laughs> yeah, let's go piss off a frostmaiden. <laughs> so excited. She's having a tantrum. Let's go make it worse. For now, we should probably sleep. Yes, yeah, probably. Yeah, Peak's tired. Oh, I'm tired. I've not had a girly sleepover in ages. Oh my god, you want me to do your hair? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. It's all white now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what colour is it now? Cause I need to know. <laughs> it's white. <laughs> it's a white blonde. <laughs> it's like a different shade, so I can sort of plait it and make it look really funky. Real life, I cannot do hair to save my life, but... Still white and blonde, very shade. Do your hair in, like, the fanciest braids possible. And it's gonna look... It's gonna... gonna do it, make it look like your your plaits are a crown sort of thing. I'd be uncomfortable to sleep on, but it's it's gonna look badass. I've now got to learn how to do this to a wig okay. <laughs> challenge accepted yeah that's your next tiktok just figure out how to do this in real life the tiktok should be you styling a wig note to self crown <laughs> braid in like super fast super sped up filming you styling a wig to somehow look like a crown 
I don't know how. <laughs> I have actually done it before, so I think I know what I'm doing. Well, I've done it with my own. In real life, I can't do hair to save my life, so. But in the game, I'm the wildest fantasies. I can only do braids. Yeah, I can't. I learned how to do French plaits on Barbie dolls, and I cannot do them on myself because it just goes it goes off center, and it's. We've got wildly off topic. Yes. Girly sleepover. Yay. Thanks for having you, girly sleepover. Hello, bye. Um, can I just ask what your passive perceptions are, please? Uh, yes. oh, sorry, what was that one, Meredith? I think it's 14. 14? <laughs> uh, bear with, let me just okay. find where it's gone. Yeah, 14. Oh, if you can't find it, Erica, it's just 10 plus your perception score. Yes, I, know, I, I wrote it down. Uh, uh, 16. 16. Okay. Um, so... Both of you, uh, obviously, in your own lovely little way, have your uh, have your bonding m moment over the camp night, and you you relax and just taking each other's company. Um, Oz doesn't seem to interrupt much. He just sits in uh, in the other side of the the campfire that you've set up, uh, reading. Um, you will both see that he is reading a book by a bard called Michael Crichton. Um, and it's apparently about a, uh, a theme park in Chilt that went bad. Um, <laughs> reference, yes. reference, reference. Anyway, um, um, however, um, Erica, as you are um, quite dexterous with your hands anyway, uh, and you start to just fall into that lull of, uh, you, as you start to uh, um, braid and plait at um, Nerenef's hair, you notice whilst... Oz is eating every now and then there's something that just catches your eye and you're not sure what it is but whilst he's eating his his meal that he makes for himself there's something weird about it and you're not sure what it is it may just be the fact you've never seen a loxodon you may have never seen a loxodon, loxodon eat but there's something disturbing about it <laughs> but you can't put your finger on what it is um, okay is there anything I can do to try and work that out um, I would say with the passive perception, I would say make because you noticed it is what I, what I was going with there. Um, could just you, observe him. You, could okay. you make an insight check? See if you can spot anything here. Um, nine. Sorry, is that nine? Nine. Nine. Lovely. Um, so as you're looking at him, uh, there seems to be a thing where he. Every now and then, you're not sure what it is, but every now and then he goes to take a mouthful of his food, and once or twice as he's doing it, you notice that he almost puts it as if that trunk isn't in the way of his mouth, and then he stops himself and moves his hand around his trunk to eat. As if he is disguised himself. Yeah. Not used to a trunk. That's all I, I will give Probably you with more. that roll. <laughs> um, can I, can I see if he, well, I don't know. Have have you mentioned your suspicions? Because obviously I've not. Yeah, I'm going to bring this up to you and just whisper it. Uh, can I? Um, can I do some form of magicy? check. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to roll an arcana check for me and see if you can just set, especially as someone who casts magic, you might be able to sense something that's happening. <clears throat> yeah. 16. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> you met the DC. God damn it. <laughs> it was a high DC for a reason. Um, anyway. Um, so as you're looking, there are ever so weird moments it's only because you're quite you're you're focusing in on it and you're able to relax and just focus but you notice that essentially where when the wind blows through every now and then your hair or your your clothing is ruffled nothing on Oz is ruffled the entire persona hmm. of his body seems to be undisturbed by anything 
This is getting weird. You get the sense that something has been cast on him to either amend his his uh, visage, or something is uh, is actively um, like disguising him, and it is magic in basis. Ah, okay. Um. So, Oz. Yep. What um. What happened to Cypress? Um, well, he is a cleric, so he's uh, got off to do clericy things with the uh, the group of Lefander followers in uh, Brinchander. Um, didn't really. Uh, we, we we've worked with, together once or twice, but we don't see eye to eye mainly because um, he believes in Lefander, and I um, I follow a different path. And what path do you follow? Any path that has money at the end of it. And he grins. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and that's what you're hoping to find in uh, this this buried city? I'm trying to get down there because there are things in there that will be useful for um, some of my uh, my hiring party. And who hired you then? Um, I um, was hired by a man in a bar. Didn't give me much information. He was suave. Was he wearing a cloak? Yeah, he was wearing a cloak. It was a very nice purple cloak. Um, crushed velvet. Um, hid his face? Hmm? Did he, did he hide his face? No, he was very open with it. He had a very um, tan skin, pencil moustache, slick back hair. Green eyes that could just melt a heart in a second. Do you need a moment? No, I'm fine. I'm enjoying it right now. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I'm introducing you. He's having to a moment. One. I'm not allowed to have characters for more than a one shot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. So um, why did he? Hmm? So what? What does he gain from your adventuring then? So um, he uh, he has lost an item, which uh, he believes is currently he's scried on it, and he reckons it's on the same island that uh, uh, Oral has uh, found herself on. Um. So he's asked me to go get that, so I'm going over there anyway. So I thought if I get people who can deal with her... I mean, she's not going to be that powerful anyway. She's stuck on an island. She's a god that isn't in godlike areas, you know? Are you sure she's still going to be a bit powerful? Ah, just needs a good talon off. She's fine. It's the problem with gods. <laughs> they, they think they know everything, but they're actually just petulant children. You're very relaxed about this whole thing. Ah, that's because I haven't died fighting a god, and I have, I have taken, I've taken steps into fighting a god at least twice in my lifetime. And uh, he he just reclines back in his position where he is in in the campsite that you've got. And does that involve you know changing your appearance and and things like that then? He gives a wry smile to you and goes, I have been known to uh, use the Disguise Self spell every now and then. Is it because you don't want us to see how bad you look in real life? Oh, babe, I'm a fucking ten at best of times. And he flicks his hands. Um, and what you see uh, lying in the position of Oz is no longer a Loxodon, but in the exact same outfit mm -hmm. is a Half-Orc. Um, with a very chiselled chin, a very same grey skin, same green eyes. Um, he has a very uh, faux hawk hairdo, uh, jet black hair with a, a beautiful beard over the cross of the chin. Um, in all intents and purposes, because he's based off that character, you're seeing Carl Urban lying on the ground in front of you. Um, yes, oh, he, <laughs> he, he is based really? off Billy Butcher from The Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it here with your diabolical plan. 
Uh, his accent doesn't Hi, change. Oz. Yes? Nice to meet you properly this time. Well, you know, um, basically, once upon a time, I was um, I was fucking around in Luscan, and um, I saw this Loxodon bloke come into the bar, and he he walked in real proper like, and he uh, he knew exactly what he needed, he knew exactly what he was doing, and he just walked in and he just sliced the throat of this bloke, and it was amazing, and I was like, who has the confidence to do that? And I found out that he was a he was a a paladin of uh, of Tiamat. So I went after him and I, I tried to chat with him and see what he does, see why he was doing things. And basically, um, that guy had um, had had slighted his uh, his church. So in the the typical fashion of the Church of Tiamat, he was sent out to uh, to even the books, if you will. Correct. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, that's the guy you want to be. That's the guy you want people to see when you so walk into you the room. So you became him. Yes. Um, so what I do is I, I, I put that visage on because nobody's going to fuck with a six foot, seven foot loxodon. Um, he is about, uh, whilst you see him, he's about uh, five foot eight uh, in his actual half-orc stance. Um, uh, you can also see that he's been holding... So three inches taller than me. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can also see that he's... He's holding a quarter staff uh, with his arm uh, where where his trunk would normally be, but he's brought that back down now after flicking it down. Um, so uh, yeah, every now and then I like to put on the skin so people can be like, I'm "Not going to fuck with him. He's a paladin." And uh, you know, who wants to fuck with a paladin of Tiamat? That's scary. Seems like a lot of effort. I mean, can you not just? have confidence in yourself without having to, to do this babe i have confidence for days but you know it's just nice having um on what some people might describe as um um charlatan in my line of work uh so i'm i'm used to making a different personality or identity right well, like she said, it's a it's a pleasure to meet you, Oz. Oswald Franklin, at your service. And he grins again. Oswald Franklin. Franklin. Yep, named after the great Frank Oz. Um. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> because we were going to go down the Dark Crystal route with this at one point. <laughs> now you've gone down the Carl Urban route instead. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to go down the Carl Urban route, eh? Anyway, um, exactly. <laughs> now I need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we thinking? We're gonna still still up for the uh, the travel over the seas and you know what? Fuck it, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do what we gotta do. Let's go and annoy a frost maiden. Uh, let's dig a city out of the ice and then let's kick back the cold one I do just want to say do not mess with the treasure treasure is precious and belongs in museums it does not get sold okay what? it's part of our civilizations whatever I find I will look at it I will um, I will evaluate its historical accuracy and um, I will say if it's being pocketed or if it's being left behind and if you can catch me keeping it then you get to tell me off. And he grins again. Oh I like it's you. I'll keep young. you around and she'll <laughs> wink at him. <sighs> right He's well. He's too. <laughs> I guess um, I guess we should probably turn in for the night. Um I'll keep watch if yeah. you don't mind, just because I, I don't do sleep that well. Um, okay. Let you do that. Excellent. I mean, we can share watch if you want. Happy to, if you. Who wants to take over in the middle of the night? I'll take over. Okay. I'll see you at four. The cold never bothered me. <laughs> 
We're all at it tonight. We're all at it. <laughs> so, as you guys come down for another evening and uh, the, the cold starts to, to bite away at the, the two that take watches over the night, nothing happens over the evening. You wake the next morning, uh, ride out the, the remaining hour and a half or so uh, into Targos, where Oz has already put back on his uh, his Loxodon physique um, and starts to guide you into the town where, because this town wasn't attacked by the dragon, uh, it is much more uh, pleasant um, arriving back here. Unlike going into Dugan's Hole or into East Haven where the people are currently setting up and you would have seen this um, uh, as you travelled across the, the snow towards this uh, this town here, you would have seen the, the settlers who have set up camps trying to build up the cities, the towns again, around ten towns. But as you get in, uh, Oz starts to weave his way through certain um, certain areas and heads over towards uh, one of the bars. Let me just pull up my name of the bar here. Da, 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 da. Where did I put it? Excuse me. Oh, um, he opens up ah, five different PDFs. God damn it, boy. Um, he uh, goes into one of the bars that you enter in Targos and starts to head in to a very warm and cosy atmosphere. You can see that there are a lot of fishermen uh, around having soups and stew uh, as it's about um, early lunch as you get there. It's called the Free Flag Sailing. Um, is the name of the bar. As in free is in freedom or three is in the number. number. Yeah. Um as as you uh, as you, you follow in uh, behind and he already gets uh, although with the hustle and bustle of people walking around getting their meals and finding tables um, you can see him over the because of his height over the top of people um, you see him head directly toward the bar where this plump elderly elderly looking woman with grey hair hanging down in two uh, kind of like uh, frizzy kind of uh, bangs either side of her head uh, she looks like she's tried to put on some sort of makeup to make herself look younger in some respects but it's just highlighting the crow's eyes and uh, the, the grey flecks in her hair uh, and it just walks up and you hear bellowing over the top of everyone Ah ma! We have returned and I'm looking for Dason. Can I uh, can I have a word? She very very jovially turns and kind of takes him in for an embrace uh, where he backs up and goes, whoa now, I've, I've just been cleaning off the axe, but you don't want to get any smell on you. Um, you immediately knowing why he wouldn't want someone hugging him in his Loxodon form. Um, uh, I go, yeah, as I say, just look and speak with Dason. Is he around? Um, and she uh, points you, uh, all three of you, uh, to the lone corner in the uh, of the bar where um, a, a, a blue-skinned male, um, quite quite sh shrouded by the darkness. Uh, I'm trying to go for the Aragon entrance. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm definitely getting Aragon vibes here. <laughs> shrouded by, dark, by the, the shadows of the corner, even though there is a, a window directly behind him. Uh, slick hair back, I think, uh, if I remember rightly, he's got a buzz cut either side of his hair. Um, well, in fact, let's, uh, as we wrap up this episode, uh, Liam, do you want to describe what Dason looks like properly so I don't butcher it? No, it's absolutely fine. Um, so yeah, he's got um, short hair on the sides, um, but he does have um, slightly longer hair on the top, which is uh, tied up into a nice little knot um, with a uh, a twig, basically, just through the hair, keeping it all nice and taut. Um, he is wearing some beautiful uh, plum... <laughs> clothing um it's an open shirt which is revealing uh some armor underneath um which is um yeah just uh just sort of leathery armor um no shoes no shoes at all um a few piercings in his ears and um he has got a wooden spear and a uh, 
a spyglass uh, that he is looking into the like just just looking into it but not looking at anything outside of the actual spyglass itself and that uh, is where we will pick up next week <laughs> yeah <laughs> New character, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll say. Well, um, no, I was just gonna say, be be prepared for constant, always sunny in Philadelphia references every time his name is said. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I believe <laughs> I got it right. Is Dason uh, Liam? Mm-hmm. Yes, excellent. Yep. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> right with that we will uh we will wrap up here thank you very much for listening uh, we will see you next week when the, the group uh will be uh, discussing how they're going to head out to the lone island of solstice where oral and the Fro- the frost maiden's rhyme is truly an icy death waiting to happen <laughs> you'll see what i mean next week Thank you for watching and viewing and listening. All I want to say, bye, so bye. 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 Thank you for listening to 16 Candle Keeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Erica Jones, Jade Leanne Pierce as Neronif Halladar, and Liam Thornton as Garland Goodbeer. Your DM was Steve Archer. Theme music by Steve Archer. Background music was performed by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Other background music was performed by Bombarded Podcast and can be found at bombarded.bandcamp.com. All artworks thus far has been created by Bingle Bang Bang. Thank you for listening and we shall see you next week.